Hey, what's going on? Hope you're well. Thanks for checking out the podcast. My name's Jason, but you can call me JB for short. And you're listening to Blissful Prospecting. This is a podcast for sales reps and sales teams who love landing big meetings with their prospects, but hate when they send a bunch of emails to a prospect and they never respond. Everyone finds that kind of annoying. Um, and today I'm actually going to share something I think is really going to help with that if you uh, deal with it. So if you've ever been in a position where you're like really kind of struggling and, and at a loss of words of what to say in a cold email, I think you're going to dig this one. This episode is part of our skills series, and this is on a framework that I came up with called the short and C-suite cold email. So this was really born out of work that I've been doing with clients of all sizes. So I work with you know BDR teams of you know one or two, uh, all the way up to teams of like 150. I've done trainings with. So everyone kind of has the same types of challenges, believe it or not, and companies that you think really have their shit together uh, usually don't. You know, everyone's kind of struggling with this and always looking for better ways to get responses. So the short and C-suite email, the concept here is that executives especially have insanely short attention spans. You know, the average attention span of a goldfish is, is nine seconds. And they say that people in our current uh, just state of things, especially with media and short form content, have an attention span that's eight seconds. So it's less than a goldfish. So we need to write an email that someone could consume in just a few seconds. You know, I used to talk about 120 words or less. Well, if you look at the average person's reading speed, which is between 200 and 250 words per minute, that means that email is going to take 25, 30 seconds to read. And those are like the short choppy emails, right? So what do prospects end up doing? They're not going to spend 20, 30 seconds writing, uh, reading your email, excuse me. What they're going to do is skim. And if it's not related to them, they're going to delete or they're going to skip or they're going to delete it before they even read it because it's too long. So the point with these emails is like, how do we capture the point in like one, two, three, like sentences tops And the whole thinking here, this is what my business coaches I've learned from them in terms of like marketing, what they talk about a lot. And the reason why I bring this up is that prospecting is, a, is more of a marketing activity than it is a sales activity. It's a lead generation activity. The biggest mistake that we can make with our marketing is optimizing for conversions instead of conversations. So what does that mean? Optimizing for a conversion is a click-through, right? Optimizing for a conversion is landing a meeting from this email. What we need to do instead is think about how can we use our outreach to start conversations? How do we just get responses from people? So instead of sharing that case study, how could we ask for permission to share it so we can get a yes from them? or I know it wouldn't be a bad idea to share it, and then we send it along. So I'm gonna give you two templates today that you can use, and you might have to re-listen back through this or listen to it a little slower. I'm gonna to try to read these off as slow as I can. But I wanna give you two templates that you can use as part of this short and C-suite cold email. The first one is a case study. So one of the things that you can do is look at your company's case studies. And if you have really good case studies that represent like the clients that you're, are the prospects that you're reaching out to. So if you're reaching out to software companies, let's say, uh, you know, 500 to a thousand employees with these specific types of problems. And you have a case study that represents that really well, that would really relate with those prospects. That's the one that you're going to want to use. So the email sounds something like this. I'm going to read you an example, and then I'm going to give you 
the template. So this is for a company that had a case study with GameStop, and they were reaching out to a company, uh, Kohl's. And the person they were reaching out to also happens to be a person named Jason who is Asian. He looks full Asian, though. I'm only half. (laughs) But uh, another Asian Jason, um, which is a total coincidence. So the email reads like this, subject line, GameStop and Kohl's. Hi, Jason. Mark Patton, VP of Enterprise Architecture at GameStop, shared how they decreased the time it takes to implement a well-defined integration by 83%. Would it hurt if I shared the case study with you so you could see how? Kevin, P.S. Your experience at Kohl's and the killer work you did at Walgreens managing a 250-person team made me think you might find this helpful. So if we break this email down, subject line, GameStop and Kohl's. So the GameStop, that's the name of the company that your case study is with. And the more like brand recognition they have that's like relatable to the company you're reaching out to, the better. So it's GameStop and Kohl's. So the and... The second company is the name of the company that you're reaching out to. And then it's Hi, Jason. And then you're going to name drop the person that was in the case study and their role in the company. So Mark Patton, VP of Enterprise Architecture at GameStop, shared how. And that's where you want to insert the result that they talked about in the case study. Uh, Honestly, dude, I don't know what it means to decrease the time it takes to implement a well-defined integration by 83%. But apparently this guy, Mark, at GameStop thought that was like, awesome. (laughs) And the people that we're reaching out to, they think it's super awesome too. So take the result in the prospects language from the case study, ideally from a testimonial or some sort of other results that you got and share that in the email. And then that call to action is, Hey, would it hurt if I shared the case study with you so you can see how Kevin, the PS, you still got to do personalization. So this is not a shortcut to just send mass blast email templates. You still got to do the personalization. So what we did there is we picked out something off Jason's LinkedIn profile and looked in his recommendations and saw that he used to work at Walgreens and someone commented on how they worked together with him when they were managing a 250 person team. And that's why he thought it would be helpful. So you still need to have your personalization. So that's the case study template. Re-listen back to that, rewind it, whatever you need to do if you need to get that template. All right. So here's another template that I want to share with you. This one's called the mechanic. So the mechanic is really great if you have some sort of analysis that you do or if you test drive a prospect's product or service. So let's say that you're selling a solution. Uh, We had a a guy, Lou uh, Casada, actually on our podcast, and he talked about how, um, you know, he helps like companies like with their Amazon listings. So if they're getting outlisted by a competitor and they're posting that stuff, he like goes onto their Amazon search, conducts it, and he shows these people that they're getting outranked by their competitors. Uh, I have another client that mystery shops customers. So if there's something that you do where you test drive or run some sort of analysis or you can visually see the problem that the prospect is having that you can help with, this one works extremely well. So what you want to do here, and again, I'll just read you an example. So subject line, you might use something like this, mystery shop. Hi, John. We mystery shopped your company. And one thing we noticed that it was that it took 36 hours to get a response. I know this is super time, uh, busy time of year for every company, but I'm curious if that's what you normally see over the holidays or peak seasons. P.S. Thought you'd want to know this since it looks like you're in charge of customer experience and really deval- value delivering exceptional service. So let's break this email down. Subject line is like whatever the name is of your analysis or whatever you did. The next one is talking about what you did and like what the results were from it, right? We mystery shopped your company 
And one thing we were surprised to find is that it takes 36 hours to get a response. And then we ask a question, hey, is this what you normally see? Or what you could do is like, hey, would it hurt if I shared more about what we found? Any variation of that, you're just getting a response from the prospect and you're showing them you did your homework. And the PS, again, it's personalized. So I can't share too much more on that email because it's with the client. I want to kind of protect uh, their privacy a little bit. But that's the essential approach that you're doing. So do you do some sort of test drive, analysis, anything like that where you can pinpoint problems? So those are the two email templates. So again, this short and C-suite cold email, the whole point here is that you do something short, sweet, to the point, one, two, three sentences max, including the PS, you get straight to the point with something that's highly relevant to their world and you ask for permission to send it to them. So that's your short and C-suite email. I'd love for you to test this and like let me know how it works. Um, if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, please go follow me. I'm posting content every day and I love to hear from you how this works. You can connect with me. Just search for Jason Bay on LinkedIn and uh, I'll see you there. Thanks for checking out the podcast.